welcome to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And today we are actually, we are filming uh, just a few days before this is, ep- this is, this is, this is episode <laughs> is going to come out. And I thought it would be a perfect time since we are filming right on the cusp of this to talk about this little phenomenon that's been happening for the last couple of years. Uh, but actually, in reality, for hundreds of years, <laughs> uh, which is halfway to Halloween. Um, so as if you are part of the Halloween community, which you probably are, if you're listening to this podcast, um, it's halfway to Halloween has really become like a, a, a big term, a, a buzzword, yes. if you will. <laughs> uh, specifically, I mean, Penny, I'll get your opinion on this too. I mean, I just remember really hearing this like the last three years um, to this extent that people were like talking about halfway to Halloween all the time. Yeah, um, for sure. It definitely, yeah, like the last couple of years, it seems like it's it's come up more and more often and you see more people like actually, you know, making art or doing projects that are like specifically for celebrating halfway to Halloween. Right. Or as I like to call it, Halloween. Halloween, yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we're seeing a lot of that on social media and then obviously like through streaming services like Shudder, I think they kind of hopped on that and started really pushing that out. Um, but I want to tap a bit more into like where it started because there actually is a historical context to why we think of this as halfway to Halloween. Ooh. Um, and we're going to get a little bit, a little bit witchy today, a little bit, uh, talking about some some pagan stuff so uh i i am fairly new to this realm in the last like three or four years so i I will do my best i've done quite a bit of research here to to get all the facts right but uh if you've been practicing for a long time and have anything you'd love to add to this feel free to you know message me and let me know i'd love to talk to you more about it chime Um, in yeah chime in let us know how you celebrate um but anyway, on the pagan calendar, uh, or the like, the, you know, pagan, Celtic, the the whole the whole kit and caboodle, mm-hmm. uh, the holiday Beltane, which has the meaning bright fire, uh, is directly across from Samhain, which of course is Halloween for us Yay. now. And uh, Beltane is often thought of as kind of the. Uh, obviously it's like again directly across from Samhain kind of the other time of the year where the veil is also thinning Mm -hmm. and I think we don't um obviously culturally as westerners we don't think much as much like about this time of year as being slightly spooky but it definitely is um so where Samhain is thought of as being like you know the time where everything starts to die and go dormant and uh the kind of dying off for the year and starting into winter uh, Beltane is kind of the, the, <laughs> the pastel goth twin nice. <laughs> of Samhain. Uh, and this is thought of the t- as the time of year where everything is blossoming, coming back to life, reawakening. Um, it's very specifically kind of linked to fertility and, you know, the earth coming, coming back, being reborn. Hot. Uh, hot. <laughs> uh, now, I will say, I think there's been a lot of misconceptions uh, in the last couple of years, because obviously, uh, Beltane would be today that we're recording, which is yes. May 1st, May Day. Or May Day. Um, and 
certain films that I have great respect for, <laughs> Midsummer, <clears throat> uh, have have made some maybe some misconceptions about some people's culture <laughs> and how how things were celebrated. Um, I think they you know they they used some some basics in there that are definitely correct, but they you know exaggerated it for for film. Yeah, I mean, it's a Swedish death cult, so it's not, it's not the way that, that the average person probably celebrates their holidays. That is, and actually, I was going to talk about how I'm I'm going to celebrate, and that is actually by, you know, committing ritual sacrifice. There but you that's go. just me. It's <laughs> my personal choice. That's my, that's just my family's tradition. It has nothing to do with paganism. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Beltane has Celtic roots, and the original story is that the horned god who kind of is the um the what's the called personification of winter mm-hmm. uh he sees the may queen and she's this lovely maiden she's all floral and beautiful and earth energy and he wants to be with her but he realizes that in order to do so he's got a he's got some changes to make mm. <laughs> she doesn't want a, a horned winter man men gotta so- go to therapy <laughs> Yeah, he needs to see his therapist multiple times before she's interested. Uh, so they kind of go on this this round and round, and he kind of is going to, like, give up his life. And then she, in turn, gives him a life energy that kind of brings him back in this new form as the green man. Mm-hmm. And they're then able to be together. So you'll often see um, both in folklore and in uh modern day festivals this depiction of the may queen and the green man and beltane is really kind of their story so um that is often we'll get into that a bit more later but that's often depicted in some form during festivals uh fire is also a huge part of the beltane festival it's uh supposed to you know represent the like the growing power of the sun's light as we start to move into summer and beltane really marks the the point where summer's starting (laughs) Uh, school's out for the summer and some of the earliest recorded mentions of beltane mention like i don't know why it's not funny but i think if it is i think it's funny uh mention men driving cattle back and forth <laughs> between two bonfires all right uh yeah and like using the smoke basically uh, as a magical means of like cleansing the cattle and protecting them from disease before they were like driven out to their summer pastures for the for the remainder of the, the summertime uh, you know those cows were just like what are we doing man I, like, I, I think <laughs> what that's is why this I, about <laughs> that's why i think it's so funny the cattle were like what and like probably just you know smoke like they're trying to protect them like smoke inhalation uh just you know sheer exhaustion from being driven back and forth between two fires uh but anyway you know whatever works uh and then people would also gather around the bell fires um throwing like oats and grain into the fire to bring like prosperity for their families and again to protect their their livestock and then what I think is just really wild is that it was really common for people to hop over the bell fire. Ah, there you um, go. As kind of a, a a symbol of restarting and cleansing. I 
these are large fires. <laughs> like it's a full, and there were a lot of mentions about people quote jumping over the bell fire. Now I don't know if that means like you know Jimmy's friend got like a torch and then like held it while Jimmy jumped right, yeah, over it. Yeah, it's like is it a symbolic bell fire or like a full on fire? Right, because then they do t- also like. Uh, this actually I think is really cool. They would like go through and extinguish the fires in the town. Like, you know, if people have uh, torches lighting their, their way or whatever. Um, and they would relight them from the bell fire oh, in that, nice. in that night to kind of, um, you know, bring in the new energy, kind of usher out the old, bring in the new. So I, it's my understanding if I'm, if I'm understanding correctly, that any fire lit off the, the bell fire bonfire is the Bellfire. <laughs> uh, yes. So hopefully they're jumping over a much smaller fire. <laughs> I just, I get tickled thinking about somebody like taking an evil Knievel like running leap. <laughs> right? And I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of if you would like long jump it or if you would like with like the high jump where you just kind of like run off and like fling yourself bodily like i feel like that might be your best option i I think so that makes sense to me (laughs) uh but yeah like i said this this festival has a, a lot to do with fertility um and not so much i mean it, it can be with you know the like human fertility but um a lot of it has to do with bringing like the fertility back to the earth yeah. and so this is i also i want to get into this so the maypole, maypole. uh maypole uh maple if you don't it sounds like i'm saying maple the maypole uh, if you don't know, is like a, a large pole with ribbons coming off of it, and people will grab the ribbon and like dance around the maypole so that the ribbons wrap and wrap around the pole. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering if this is a, 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 a an experience other people did. You do this in gym class? Oh, I don't. It sounds vaguely familiar. I'm trying to remember if we actually did it. This is also so like. The maypole is definitely, like, a thing. I'm not sure if it's only for Beltane or if it's all year round, like, in Germany. So I remember at a lot of, like, German cultural events I would be at, there would be, like, a representative maypole. So well, because Milwaukee, right? Mm-hmm, Y'all are very yep. German. We have a lot of German stuff going on. So You have the I... Krampusnacht. You have the maypole. Yep. Yeah, and it was definitely not at Beltane that we had it. So I don't know if that was just like a, here's a thing that they do at some point in Germany. <laughs> or if <laughs> in Germany they actually do it at other points of the year. Because this would have been like in the summer. Yeah, and there is like, um, actually Miranda, shout out to Miranda, spooky little Halloween, uh, just sent out one of her little tricks and treats, treats and tricks, tricks and yes. treats email. Um talking about uh, Hexennacht, <laughs> which yes. and talking about like the german version of beltane basically and yeah um they're yeah definitely they also are doing the maple it's very um europe in general i think a lot of countries in europe yeah for sure observe this um but yeah uh <laughs> cover your children's ears no i'm kidding uh the maple basically is more or less uh supposed to symbolize the male energy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a long a long pole 
protruding from the earth, which is supposed to represent the feminine energy of kind of uh, the earth as kind of the womb of which everything is born out of. And uh, then, yeah, you, you dance around the pole. And then we with tie your... it up with ribbons. And then we tie it like up with ribbons. <laughs> um, and yeah, but I have, I have this very, oh, I guess I didn't get back to this. I have a very distinct nice. memory of doing this in gym class when I, in elementary school. I mean, when I was like, uh, I want to say like in third grade, probably. And I, I don't know why that's a very formative memory of like me and all my classmates. <laughs> but now like knowing what that is, I'm like, why were we doing that? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I definitely remember reading a book that had like a diagram of like how to like weave the ribbons and how stuff to maypole on the maypole and i remember and like of course you know it was i was a child and the book was just like this is a celebration of spring no further right. information needed <laughs> i'm like all right <laughs> no further information needed <laughs> yeah and i i've seen some things that talk i don't i don't know that to be completely accurate but i've seen some things that talk about like the different colors of the ribbons meaning different like representing different aspects of mm. beltane um but i don't i don't know that to be 100 factual information so that's i don't have any more information on that but <laughs> I, I thought it was like oh interesting uh but anyway so the thing i i think is really cool that's happening right now um beltane fire festival so that this got brought back well i guess resurrected kind of in in 1988 this group in edinburgh scotland um started a like <laughs> beltane fire festival that is a big like annual event and it's like an art arts and drama event where mm-hmm. they like i mean they go all out like have a, a may queen and like a, this is kind of what i was talking about at the beginning like the, the representation of the the may queen and the green man and they do a like big reenactment of the story and um because it's a fire festival they have like uh you know people who uh what is, i don't know what it's called but like twirling you know batons of oh, fire yeah. mm-hmm. and uh fire eaters and all these really incredible performers and artists doing just wild wild stuff uh very very cool uh but they haven't done it the last couple of years because of covid and actually last night they had it again for the first time in two years and uh i I, we will definitely share some photos of the fire festival when we post on instagram for this episode they it it just looks so incredibly beautiful i would love to experience that at some Mm -hmm. point um but yeah, I think it's just really cool that they are kind of keeping that tradition alive in a modern way where people can come experience it in a way that I think maybe isn't as taboo as some people might, you know, yeah. um, think it to be um, just in a really cool uh, spectacle type way. And I don't know, I'm sure other people maybe have different feelings about it, but I think it looks really cool and beautiful. <laughs> um but yeah, if you cannot attend the Beltane Fire Festival in Edinburgh and you have interest in, you know, celebrating, I, I would say you can celebrate into this week as you listen to this, um, bringing back the the sun and the summer. Uh, some things that 
people do and that I have done in the past. Um, a great thing to do is have a picnic and you can, you know, eat foods from the earth, fruits, vegetables, oats, um, <laughs> lots of milk and cheeses. Cause again, nice. fertility and how, <laughs> how the milk comes, uh, <laughs> planting like seeds in your garden or, you know, food or flowers, whatever, whatever you, I actually, I did some gardening today. That was my little, my little celebration for myself. Um, making like a lot of people make flower crowns for this, um, out of like wildflowers and stuff. I have, I have never successfully made a flower crown, like been able to weave them together. It's Um, tough. (laughs) Also, uh, you can, this is, I am not saying you should do this. This is not, I am not recommending this, but you can jump over a candle. There you go. (laughs) This is one of the highly suggested things is to jump over a candle. I safely find a way to do that safely. Don't wear, don't wear anything flowy. No fringe. Uh, No fringe. (laughs) No capes. (laughs) Uh, Or, you know then back back to modern day celebrate halfway to halloween because it is it does fall uh this is the weekend that our community kind of recognizes as halfway to halloween because in my opinion it is connected to this history as to why we we recognize it at this time because we literally are (laughs) on the mirror end of Samhain right now um so yeah celebrate halfway to halloween decorate your mantle or something Pastel Halloween is a great way to go right now because it's the the spring colors, but make it spooky. Watch yourself a scary movie. Or actually, here's what I want you to do: go support a small business that uh, makes Halloween stuff. There you go. That's always a good way to celebrate. Go, go buy something from a, a small business before we get into big box season. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just wanted to. I know this one was kind of a, a, a short one, but I wanted to take a, a moment to acknowledge the history behind this because it really is a, I, I think all uh, the pagan roots of kind of why we celebrate Halloween and other holidays are, are really beautiful. And a lot of it is so based in the earth and, and the seasons and what it gives to us. And I just... I love that. I think we should I think we should all learn our our history in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is it is nice. I I wish it felt a little bit more like spring and not October outside. <laughs> Today in my life, uh, it's it's cold again in Wisconsin. <laughs> is it really? It's actually beautiful today in Kansas City. It's uh it's 73 degrees <laughs> and like sunny sunny. It's it's really beautiful here today. So I felt I felt like it's happening. <laughs> I know I'll everyone's been like, "Oh, the flower crowns, the fi- bonfires," and I'm like, "It's 50 degrees." <laughs> You're like the snow that we had last week. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll package up some sunshine and send it your way. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for uh, listening and hearing out what I had to say today. I appreciate you. Uh, If you like what we do here, we would love for you to tell us about it and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we might just read it right here live on Ghoul's Night In. I believe we have one to read today, don't we, Penny? We sure do. Uh, This is a five-star review from Kelsey Chapstick. 
who says, best spooky pod out there. Heck yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. Uh, She says, I've been following Midge for a long time and naturally wanted to check out this podcast the second it dropped. I've listened to every episode and especially enjoyed the recent Vincent Price one as a fellow spooky queer and campy kooky stan of all things mysteriously bisexual. (laughs) Thank you to both of you for making such a fun and educational way to spend a quick break in my work day. And if you ever end up in NYC and need a spooky tour guide, hit a ghoul up. Um, XO Kelsey, who is at Lucretia Borgia on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi, Kelsey. That's awesome. I Y'all really loved that Vincent Price episode. I'm so glad. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah, have, Vincent Price. Yeah, I think that's probably like one of the highest, uh, as far as just people reaching out to us to tell us how much they liked an episode. Uh, people were really excited about that. And that that makes me really happy because he's he's such an icon. We again, Penny and I were joking after <laughs> she she edited that that we should have taken a shot every time we said icon in that episode. <laughs> oh, it's just so true. It's so true. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kelsey. I'm so glad that you're enjoying the podcast. We sure do enjoy making it for you. Uh, if you would like to see more content from the pod, you can follow us over on Instagram at Ghouls Night in Pod. And then, of course, if you're looking for me, you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And you can find me at Penny Snark. And that's all we have for you today. So until next time, goodbye. goodbye.